What's going on, fam bros? On this week's episode, we welcome actor J.D. Williams and writer-director Cy Veridan of An American in Hollywood. We also talk black rappers as superheroes. We talk Wonder Woman, Superman, and the female Thor. Welcome to the fan bros, the show where the bros are fans. And welcome, internets, to another episode of Fan Bros. The show where the bros are fans or something to that extent. It's your boy DJ Ben I mean, aka the butcher of names, the Kevin Bacon of the internets, the William Shatner of hip hop, former else? Herald of Galactus. What else? DJ Scroll. What else? Think that's about it. The good Reverend Doctor Zeus. Ah, uh, there we go. All right, I knew that was another one. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> and you are here on Fan Bros Show, the voice of the urban geek, and we are welcoming you to another very special episode tonight. And joining me in the studio, as always, is Tatiana King Jones, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as the Uhura of the spaceship, also known as Black Russian, Black Rogue, Mastermind. Anything else you want to think of? I got it. Without the, all the AKAs. Very Without well it, done. You like it, right? Yes, I like that. I've been Smooth. practicing. <laughs> well played. Well, Tatiana, we do yes. have some guests tonight. So yes, we do. It's a big episode. The spaceship is packed right now. Yes, and I would <laughs> love to introduce these two guests. Very excited to see them. We have Cy Veridan and J.D. Williams. Yeah. yeah. All right. Hey. All right. Yeah, you just cut down their intro. Though. You didn't let them know where they're from. Well, I was going to get to that. I was going to do it, but you know, you, you told me. No, nah, go ahead. It's you, all about you right now, Tatiana. Well, we have in the spaceship tonight, J.D. Williams and Cy Veridan. You might know these brothers from uh, Cy. You probably know him from An American in Hollywood. That's actually a new joint that's coming out yes. very shortly. We also have J.D. Williams, who's known as uh, Bodie from The Wire. Yeah, and yes. that's a huge deal right now. So hey. we're really excited about that. Oh, well, thank, thank y'all for beaming me up. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, you know, it's always a thing about, you know, uh, minorities and, mm -hmm. you know, pop culture slash sci-fi slash fantasy slash fun. So it's good Absolutely. to be, you know, it's good to meet some fellow, you know, geeks. Oh, well, <laughs> well that, that's like one of the first questions we had, but we're going to get into all that later on. Yes. Right? Because we have some really big news. And crazy news. I yeah, think. crazy news. All kind of crazy news in the comics world today. <laughs> I'm like laughing because I don't even know like yeah where to start because I, I oh before the show folks I, I revealed some news that I read today I was a little late to this this actually happened last week but in Marvel Comics the Falcon character was involved in a Robin Thicke-esque situation wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying his wife left him because he's a scumbag I'm saying um. that <laughs> oh Cold. Yeah, I'm saying he might have had some blurred lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you mean? First of all, why is Falcon in this situation? Of all, of all, of all Marvel, Marvel characters. characters, one of the few black characters is Who in a situation. Shine. Finally, in a movie, for the first time, we had a black hero in a movie. Right. Months Shouts afterwards. Shouts to Anthony Mackie. Shouts to Anthony Mackie. And they quagmire him. <laughs> <laughs> Giggity. <Early. Yeah. laughs> right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Captain America 22 features a scene that had a lot of people in uproar. The author of the comic is Rick Remender, who mm -hmm. has caused a lot of controversy in the past. Mm -hmm. And Falcon in a character who I cannot place her name right now, but she her actual power is to tell the future by touching things with her skin. So she walks around in a bikini already. She's kind of mm -hmm. like a 
over like uh super aged woman like she's 14 in one issue and then in this issue she's 23 but all evidence points to her being 14 okay. so yeah it's one of those weird things you know okay. she got an adult mind and a child's body uh, who knows you know a child's mind and kind adult of a body type deal yeah but, but not in not, a good not way not in a good way yeah okay. not okay. in a good okay. way and so in the scene her and falcon have some drinks and you know things progress. Damn, no, I don't a, know. You got a drunk too. Wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> but he, like, but, but she, I, I, well, I don't know. Did he know she was underage? That she had this power? You know, like how I think aware she knows she has the power. That's definite. She knows she has. No, the him. Power. Did yeah, he no, know. he knows. He Does knows. he know who she is? Yes, definitely. So he's like, oh, so well, he knowingly like ten years old. Just, well, she's like care. one of those characters who's like. There's no real good way to look at it because if she's 14 and then she's like aged to 23, her mind is still 14. Uh, yeah, but th- th- <laughs> but then wasn't it like this this the 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 actual story it didn't happen or you know something like it, no, it wasn't no, pe- published are, or something? No, people no, it's published. It's out on the streets. It's you know. So this was like in right the book. Now. This no, is this not is like- in the book. This isn't a dream. Okay, this is the problem. It's it's more people are trying to say that she's 23 and not 14. That's the thing. But you just said, like, two minutes ago, all signs point to her being 14. It has been established on multiple occasions. But that's just in years, though. In years. In years. In years. Because, like you said, she she ages and goes through time. So maybe she's lived so many lifetimes that she's not, you know, mentally 14. 14. So she's older than... (laughs) Than her body, she's older than her body. These are still questionable. That's like a very slippery slope. It, it, it is. I guess that's the problem. You know. Why? Oh. Back to the original question. Yeah, back why to the Falcon? original question. Why he didn't have Falcon? nothing else to do. Obviously not. I mean, we always complain about not putting black characters in more. I don't know, like popular prominent story roles. arcs or prominent roles or yeah. you know putting them in the light in some way but then you put them in the light by effectively having his like maybe rape but don't girl? most of the other characters have like love interests or history like he doesn't really have too much yeah. romantic history Falcon, he doesn't you're baggage, right he doesn't you know? so did you it was like let's just mess him up <laughs> this is how we set it off. Yeah. So, so, so in this, so okay, that happens. So, does that mean he's going to turn off all the other characters, all the other female characters that could potentially be his actual love interest? I don't think in like, the comic it's being read is that you know. Um, it's, yeah, it's, in the comic, the girl went along with it. You know, she was down for with it. You know, it was just one of those. Did they draw her like she's fourteen in the comic? No, most oh, definitely okay. not. She looks like a grown woman in a bikini. It's a very, you know, it's a very okay. Then, then, yeah, I still don't understand why Falcon, but whatever. Yeah, slippery slope there. And, and well, well. Then again, real quick, just to go counterpoint, because there's been like <laughs> Superboy has been cloned mad times, right? And I'm pretty sure there's like scenes in there where he's getting kissed on or molested by some female. That's Most true. definitely, and true. he's so, like two years old or whatever. Yeah, so you know he's like mad young. So you know, like <laughs> his body's twenty something or eighteen, whatever you want to say, but his mind. Yeah. Oh ain't man, all. never yeah. brought up either. That's one that's See, definitely that never. That might be a good fan question. But we bringing that up because it's Falcon. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, why you doing that, bro? And you know she's she's not a brown skin woman, uh, so there's you know even more controversy. Yeah, though. even more controversy there. Still, yeah. still. Damn. Oh man, for real. Mm. Bro, man, yeah. can fly. Still can't tap. <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> you know he That's hang so out funny. with Captain America. <laughs> no passes. You given, know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you got any words about this whole fiasco? Uh, yeah. Um, you know I didn't read it. Um, but 
it sounds to me like a lot of issues we actually talk about in the film and just artistically, as you pointed out just a few minutes ago, you know, we always complain about minority characters not being, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, just having the popular mainstay hero type role. And, you know, you have one that really kind of garnered a lot of fans from the movie you know what i mean so now it's something now, like this right now <laughs> it's 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 written into an arc you know in a published you know comic every month hitting the newsstands and yes yeah, it's, it's <laughs> hitting the newsstands <laughs> right you know it's, just, I mean? it's just weird to see that like they decided on that to put out and, in the air yeah. to I mean, the public well like you know in other news marvel's deciding on a lot of insane things to put out into oh, the oh oh now okay i'll let you uh all right. Go well, on the View, for some reason, they despised. <laughs> That's one thing I didn't understand. Yeah, <laughs> on the television series uh, show, not series show. It's the, a show. Yeah, it's, it's a, a show. talk show. Talk show. The View, featuring Whoopi Goldberg. She's on there. Yes. Nice. Nice. Well, they debuted a new female Thor, that's going to be in a new comic book. So, written by. Jason Aaron. So let's be clear about this. This isn't like a new character. This well, this is a new character, but it's not. This is Thor. This will be a female picking up. I'm not gonna butcher Miljorner. I never Milner. Milner. I always put the J. Milner. Milner. Yeah. <laughs> Milner. Milner. <laughs> it's okay. I can't the pronounce Hammer of so. Thor picking up the hammer of Thor yes. and becoming Thor. Yes. Yes, a female. But she will be. But she is Thor. According, is according, Thor. according to what, they, what are they going to call her? They're going. They're going to call her Thor. Thor. So I mean, I mean, they're going to call her. I mean, Thor. So okay. if you pick up the hammer of Thor, you yeah, possess Thor, the power Thor. of Thor. Thor. So, yeah. but know, there's been I other mean, people who's picked up the hammer of Thor and aren't Thor, but they do possess his power. Like yeah. Peter Ray Bill, Wonder Woman. Captain they, America. They Captain are, America. They are still imbued with the godliness of Thor, but right. but because they had personalities. That went along, they could still be Themselves. Wonder Woman. You know what I'm saying? What this guy is saying, series writer Jason Aaron is saying, and I quote, this is not she Thor. This is not Lady Thor. This is not Thorita. This is Thor. <laughs> this is the Thor of the Marvel Senorita? Universe. Senorita? Listen, this is the Thor of the Marvel Universe, but it's unlike any Thor we've ever seen before. Duh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like... I don't know. Well, it, it gotta be like an alternate version or something like that. Mm -hmm. or Or Loki... Put another spell on his dumb ass. Right. <laughs> he didn't turn him into a frog, a donkey, you know, so maybe he just turned him into a chick for a minute. The frog was my favorite. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? The, you know, so. So, do you think this is going to last? Hell no. Nah. This is Marvel Comics. This is just a story arc. No this way. is just a story arc. This is the Marvel Comics. You think that Thor is going to be suddenly a no. woman in the Nets Avengers movie? Nah. No. Oh, not in the movie. Hell no. no. They're not going to do it. They so, already made, it, made this precedent. So by, the, by Avengers 2 comes out 2015, by 2015, there will be no female Thor. Well, I, I would I would say it depends on how people really do react to the character because even they they dragged out that um <coughs> Superior Spider Man junk for the longest too. Oh, know, so, yeah, mm -hmm. you know, and and I mean, dude was actually <laughs> arguing with me in the bookstore about whether they was gonna bring <laughs> Peter Parker back. I'm like, what are you yes, talking about? Like, how, how how would they not bring Peter? How the how the hell is Doctor Octopus gonna be? Sp it's not Spider Man. They're like, nah, they're gonna keep it that way because. <laughs> Oh man, I went. Uh. <laughs> Bro, 
He's indignant. J- yeah, JD no. had beef in the comic book store. Like, like, could you imagine? You don't understand. Like, you like, I yo, they go, they imagine like, Bodie just arguing with you at the comic book store? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll back him down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, we get to a certain point, I, I do switch up on him a little bit. <laughs> do you? Yeah. Yeah. Bring a little yeah. Baltimore accent yeah, on him. Yeah, put that hoodie yeah. on, be like, nah. Yeah, let him, let him see him buying, like, an extra large stack of Punishes. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. You know, <laughs> Your word, like, come on, man. Oh my god, like, yeah, but I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I said, Marvel may keep it for as long as it's kind of cool, but they'll eventually, you know, get yeah, back to eventually the, they're gonna and, and then there's so many it. different like universes. Like, this is gonna probably be his own separate book all the way over here, yeah. And then, you know, you still have your Thor over here and over there, you know. So, so long story short, it's nothing to worry about, yeah. I don't no, know. no, I think it's a trick all. by people Lo- don't need Loki. to be. All up in arms. Cause some people are really all up yeah, in arms. Yeah, people about this. Are, are so like they never, like you said, they never get that. It, it's First Marvel of all, they comics. never even stick with stuff like like you know multiple dimension stuff and timelines. They reset and change stuff so many times. It's like nothing that they change really matters in the grand scheme. They always no. go back. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, they always reset stuff and go up. Oh, mm-hmm. They didn't really die. Here they are. Read independent comics, folks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got something for y'all. Okay. All right. This is something like I was. It's funny. I was. This is before y'all actually invited me up here. So I did this the other day, okay. before y'all invited me up here. And it's funny that it goes in. So uh, I was just thinking like, um, what rappers are kind of like soup? Like if you had to say which rapper was which superhero? Yes. Yep. You know. And so I don't know. I just was bullshitting. So I wrote down. <laughs> I wrote down a couple of them, uh, and you can tell me if you agree or not. I go through them. So you got questions now. Well, kind of. Wow, I like that. Turn up. I like that. Which hero would you say Eminem was? Are you gonna give us your? I mean, yeah, I tell you. Yeah, I'm gonna say Unless y'all want to, you know, I I would say the Joker. Joker. Okay, that's a good one. And and you know what? The thing is, I'm gonna tell you right now. Like, I I stayed away from villains, but we can go through villains if you want. I try to use heroes. Joker. I'll go with Joker. I was gonna say Deadpool. Just because he's a maniac. Yeah, just because he's a maniac. Crazy. Okay, broke the fourth wall. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Deadpool yeah. is a good one, and you know I was having a hard time. I, uh, Sa, anything? I'm trying to think because you said stay away from villains, so I'm trying to pick a hero that was like you know not all the way you know there. Probably Bruce Banner, the Hulk. Mm. Okay, and Two that's why I put. Too, that's why yeah. I put. I said the Hulk. Ah. mostly oh. because he's tormented. Lyrical strength and passion is off the charts, and he spazzes out. All right. Damn, Jay Z. See, he right. yo, he got research. I know. <laughs> what about I'll... Batman? Well, who? I already told you. Who I think that's Jay Z for me. Jay Z uh, is Batman. super cool. Super cool. Just yeah, yes. most right. stealthy, prepared, rich, paranoid. He uses what mystique he has <laughs> to the fullest. Jay's paranoid. And he appears and disappears when he wants. Yeah, yeah. that right, would be. That so I gave right. that one away. All right. What about Fifty? I, I would say that. Wolverine. Ah, yeah, because you don't want to start a fight with him. I would. That and also they they you know they they tried to kill him and yeah, he regenerated. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, so that's why like I thought that. that was great. That's why I, I was like, like all right, that's a good one. I mean, that, but that's actually, why Wolverine came. To, is that yeah. who you said? No, no, no. Oh. I, that's a good one. I did think Wolverine, okay. but then I had to go a little bit deeper in the fifty, and I came I came close to Iron Man, but Ghostface is Iron Man. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. So <laughs> I had to give him. I had to give him War Machine though. Okay. okay. You know because hmm. he's adaptable, bulletproof, heavy artillery, somewhat regimented. <laughs> Clearly he's bulletproof. <laughs> you know, yeah. So, you know, so we had to go. Yeah, I had to go there. But uh, yeah, but but the reason I didn't give him uh, Wolverine was because you know he's not as dirty as Wolverine. He's no. not as dirty. Yeah, Wolverine could get it. All right, how about yeah. this one? Uh, well, big pun, obviously. 
That's Quicksilver. Yeah, that's you know what I mean? I would say he's obviously yeah. punished because anybody around him could have been a victim. Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. anybody. Mm-hmm. All right, Pac. No, nobody. nobody no, ain't. Y'all scared to go with the most obvious one? Spider-Man? No. 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 Tupac? Yeah, the most obvious one. Get it? Black Panther. Oh, okay. A genius, yeah. a king with a nation, and a great leader. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll agree with the panel oh, no, just because you know, why wouldn't you say why wouldn't you say he's he black man? Where I jump in. Now, Tupac is a, like like I, I see what you're saying in terms of the the media presentation of what Tupac wanted to project, but the actual Tupac what what came out was his inner passion, and Black Panther is cool, calm, and collected. You know what I mean? He like runs his shit. Like very calm. Pac is is a loose cannon on some. Well, that was that was image wise, but we saying what he was doing because Black Panther has an image different than how he is. Pac was nation building, but his own. But what came across was more his heart than his skill. And Black Panther's skills are like he's always. Anyway, I just have to disagree. No, I got you. (laughs) That's what we're looking for. So 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 we gonna anybody got another one for Pac? No, anybody? Nah, that's a tough one because like you already took Incredible Hulk. Yeah. And, you know, I so would think of some. Say for him? I said Black said, Panther. Said Black a, a genius, a king right. with a nation, and a great leader. I can agree with everything other than, like, he said that he Black Panther's so cool and Pac is so. Yeah, I don't see that. Rah, like, that's rah. too incongruent for me. But, all right, all right. anymore? Uh, Biggie. Mm-hmm. Kingpin. Kingpin. Yeah. I was thinking Kingpin. That's that's yeah. what I said. Kingpin. Well, he said stay away from villains. I, no, I just said that. I just happened to stay okay. away. Okay. Yeah. Villains, well, let me. I say Thor. Like, you say who? Thor. Thor. Oh. Pow- powerful, regal, and the women love him. <laughs> but he ain't black and ugly as ever. Though. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. I I immediately thought Kingpin. I'm sorry. Yeah, Kingpin that was like <laughs> and Kingpin, the whitest bald headed yeah, man. Yeah, no, but I mean, but, but he's still ugly as ever. Okay. <laughs> All right. But, but who did you say for Biggie? Thor. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh, you, you know who would be an even better, better Kingpin is Fat Joey. Perfect. Wow. Yeah. Yes. That's yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Cube. Shit. He is another white. Is that Mr. So angry? Fantastic. No, nah, no, 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 I, no. I would, no, I would say no, like no, the no. leader, somebody who's a tactician. Power man, power man. Uh, okay. Power man. I, that's, I, yeah. okay. I like power man. I put Luke Cage. Yeah, impenetrable skin, indomitable spirit, and fuck out of here attitude. Exactly. True mm. indeed. Cool. All right, a couple more. Uh, <laughs> Buster. <laughs> like this just became it's the like JD Williams show. <laughs> well, y'all, y'all took me away from my show. I was supposed to be doing my radio yeah, show. You know what? It's true, man. He so got his know, NPR show on Tuesday. So, oh, okay. Getting it in. Okay, thank you. You, know, you got it. Bust the rhymes, anybody? I like that. Oh. Need somebody flashy. Other than the flash. Which I was going to say, other than the flash. Yeah. Don't say flash. That's too, <laughs> right, too, right, too, yeah. too obvious. Put, I put Wolverine. Pure and sheer Why? ferocity. Yeah. Wolverine. Yeah. And wild. Snoop. Snoop Dogg. I, Why I can't he be Mr. Fantastic? Because Mr. Fantastic ain't that cool. He was like a genius. I mean, he was a nerd, That's close though, to what like, I picked. You know, Mr. Fantastic That's what? That's was close, like close to what I to who I picked. Who'd you go with there? Who'd you, yeah. I put Plastic Man. Relaxed. Flexible. Oh, the other guy. Relaxed, flexible, likes money and shades. Helps when he's <laughs> yeah. Plastic Man should be wearing that. Helps when he's around and it's convenient. Mostly does his own thing. Yeah, I, I can know, see that. He was the most. All right, here's a great one. I didn't. This one I thought was the best one. Kanye. I don't know that one. Yeah. 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 Anyway, no, I ain't got nothing. Nah. Something for Kanye. I, 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 I said Doctor Strange. <laughs> I gotta hear the explanation. He tries to. Exi- like I just bust out laughing. Just he, of the name, he tries to really exist Dr. simultaneously Strange. in multiple realms, and he could be very flamboyant. Oh. <laughs> 
See, when you explain it, it makes perfect yeah. sense. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, nah, he because he tries to do everything in in every every he tries to be everywhere. And he, and you know, you know. All right, uh, he tries to be everything to everybody. <laughs> Fabulous. I, I don't want to say Robin. That's such a diss. <laughs> you close. You, you close to Nightwing. where I was going Nightwing. with it. No, you no. close. I was at a. I said Hawkeye. Okay. Because his field of vision. He has his field of vision that's he he's exactly where he needs to be to keep from getting crushed by debris. Like he can be around wherever he is and shit can be going on, but Fabulous never gets affected. That is true. Right where he needs to be. And oh, yeah. And he takes perfect shots. Like when he does take a shot, it's yeah. spot on. Mm-hmm. You really mm-hmm. thought this through. Nah, actually, it just came to me like no problem. I didn't even think about that. He probably did it on the train over I, there. Yeah, right? The funny thing is, I've thought of this, but I've never been able to articulate it so well. So, uh-huh. you know, thank you very much, Radar. That's, that's you already yeah, you're know. killing uh, it. One, well, one more. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one more. <laughs> All right, y'all want to hear Banks, uh, no. Puffy, or Drake? Drake. Pu- <laughs> I was going to say Puffy. <laughs> Puffy. All right, Puffy. Puffy's the only one I, I, I had to compare to a villain. Okay. Somebody I, I puts you, on a big How about show. I give you the, the explanation and then maybe you could guess okay, the villain. Okay, there we go. All right. Eternally, eternally relevant and immortal. He ain't no damn Galactus. Beyonder? Vandal Savage. I was right there. I was thinking. Uh, I, he had. I was thinking about Young Justice and yeah. Justice League Unlimited. <laughs> it was right there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You don't even need to explain any more than that. Vandal Savage, <laughs> just the name alone. Yeah, right. Sounds like Puff Daddy. That's <laughs> <laughs> another one. Is same syllables. Wow. And on that note, uh, on FanBros.com, we have a new originals. Yes. Comic book. Yes. Provided to us by the one and only Chris Robinson. Thank you, Chris. Yes. I think this is the sequel to our last originals that we dropped on there. Mm-hmm. I like you keep calling it originals. Originals. <laughs> you got to put some flavor to it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, this uh, new comic book will be debuting by the time you hear this episode. It will be up on fanbros.com. Mm-hmm. New comic, dopeness. You can check out all the rest of them. There's a tab at the top of the page, originals tab at the top of the page takes you to every comic we've published under the line Mm -hmm. the actual print copy of the comic is coming by chris robinson soon we might have to have a giveaway on the show oh that'd be dope definitely Mm -hmm. so check it out on fanbros.com by the time you hear this show new episode new series new single issue everything new everything we on a roll yeah and guess what else we have on fanbros.com we have our Website, our very own store now. Fanbros Shop. You can what? get t-shirts, what? jeans, what? sweatshirts, and boots, Fine. baby. All right. You can get all that good stuff. Fanbros Shop. myself a throw pillow. Yes, throw right. pillows. Uh, listen to Fanbros t-shirts. My mayor is a dog t-shirts. iPad cases. iPad cases. iPhone cases. All kind of Galaxy dope S5 stuff. Galaxy S5 cases. Why not? Everything. Everything. Fanbros.com. Free comic books mm-hmm. and swag to buy. Yes. Yes. We do it all. <laughs> yep. So uh, with that, I think we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with J.D. Williams and Cy. We're going to get into everything, talk about this movie right here on Fan Brothers. Hey, this is uh, Neil Drumming, writer-director of Big Words. When I am not uh, making black Captain Shepherds and Mass Effect, I am listening to Fan Bros. Welcome back to the Spaceship Fan Bros. Again, this is a very special episode of the show. Tonight we have Cy Veridan and J.D. Williams, hey, hey, hey. both What's from up? the upcoming film An American in Hollywood. Uh, J.D., yes. 
You also are known as Bodie from The Wire. Yes, yes, that's me. That's you me. also in The Following. Yeah, I did The Following this season, as I did, yes. The Good Wife. Yeah, I'm, I'm recurring on The Good Wife right now, yes. And Second Line. Uh, Second Line, that was actually a film that we did about Katrina a while ago, but yeah, mm-hmm. that came out for a But uh, you missed The Black Box on Channel 7. Oh! Uh, Thursdays, mm, I think at 10 o'clock, you could catch, catch me on that every now and then. So I'm around, you know. And then, like I said, we're here to really, you know, talk about uh, this film directed by Mr. Mm-hmm, Cy Meriden, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh called An American in Hollywood. I play a, a, a stand-up comedian uh, named Dorian, mm-hmm. and uh, the film is great. Everybody should come check it out this Friday, July 18th. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. Opens yeah. this Friday, July 18th. Opens this Friday yep. in select theaters, New York, New Jersey, and Philadelphia. If we have a good opening weekend, it expands nationally, so come out. Right up. I got to check the film, got a screener of it. I have to tell all the fan bros out there, definitely go check it out. We'll get more into that. We'll talk all about the film. I got a lot of questions for both mm-hmm. of you about it. Most deaf. But the first question is, as you know, this is Fan Bros Show. So we have to ask, what are your Fanbros roots? Fanbros is the voice of the urban geek. So, I mean, we already heard you talking about getting in fights <laughs> I mean, in comic book stores. Right. So, <laughs> that's, that's what it is. You got the Deadpool hat on. So, that's you know, is, the game is serious with JD. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm all in. Side, what about you? Uh, I mean, I, I, I guess I'm, you know, one of the engineers that builds the spaceship, if you will. Okay. Mm. Um, you know, as we've been talking, you know what I mean? I'm loving listening, like, all you guys going back and forth. Because, quite frankly, I mean, I would like to think I'm a huge comic book fan, but I, y'all are catching me up on, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> on everything. And I'm like, wow, these guys are some comic book geeks. I always knew JD was, you know what I mean? But um, we exist. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. That, that you know, and, and you know, I. I always was hesitant of using the term geeks. I feel like, you know, it might not just be fans or whatnot. You know what I mean? Yeah, but sometimes you got to be a full-on geek I about it. You, yeah. I feel you. But um, I, I I was really, you know, immersed in the comic books uh, by making them, by drawing them. Um, nice. I grew up drawing. I grew up painting. I grew up writing. So, you know, ever since about third or fourth grade, I was, you know, drawing comic books, getting kicked out of class, getting, you know, sent to the principal's office off of drawing comic books about, you know, started out drawing comics of kids shooting at aliens that were landing <laughs> in their backyard and, you know, things Sounds started. Sounds like Attack the Block. Right, <laughs> right, yeah. And, and, you know, by sixth or seventh grade, it evolved into, you know, you know, getting good at drawing Spider-Man and, you know, Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider was always my favorite character because cool. he just looked mad cool. in the new edition that dropped in the 90s, um... I think Howard Mackey was the writer that um, that took place in uh, in New York, and um, mm-hmm. he was from Cypress Hills, Brooklyn. So you know what I mean? Okay. Uh, Dan Ketch. Dan Ketch. Uh, I was going to say Sam Ketch, yeah. but it, yeah, 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 yeah. Dan. See, I could I, I I could really sound like a veteran with like early '90s comedy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like, but you know, I, as I was telling you know. Uh, the guys before we jumped on air, you know, I, I, by the time I was 18, 19, I really got to that platform of drawing comics professionally. I was kind of interning and, you know, tinkering with that. And it really put me off in a lot of, you know, political ways. I just kind of got burnt out, you know, yep. um, it, you know, from, you know, just writing and drawing and other people's deadlines and, you know, th- that kind of thing. So, um, 
So, yeah, I never really got to, you know, publish my own graphic novel and, you know, series yet. But yeah, we're going to get there. Yeah, yeah, I plan yeah, to, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Me and, in fact, me and JD have built a lot about, you know, one day doing a graphic novel or something like that. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Because yeah, so, so, he's a writer, too. So. so, since we're talking about graphic novels and that whole understanding, even uh, the film mm-hmm. um, in American Hollywood mm-hmm. has that graphic novel feel to it as right, well. Right. Um, where did that all originate, that idea to kind of use that style? <laughs> well, it really has to do with my bio that I just gave you. This was like an opportunity where I was like trying to kill every bird with one shot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's no guarantee I'll, you know, you know, in the next 20 years make a real graphic novel. So I'm like, I'm making a movie. Let me make the movie a graphic novel. So <laughs> um, it had okay. a little it had a little bit to do with, uh, y- you know, that. But, you know, the, the film itself talks about so many different socio-political American issues that it needed it needed a, a source it needed a backbone you know to really tie your first and second and third act together you know um and that's really all just storytelling you learn that in film school and also just even before i got to film school just making comic books so you know you gotta you gotta focus on a hero you gotta focus on a villain and you know you have to have your call to adventure in your first act and you know you got to have everything progress you know in your second act towards that goal and then have everything fall apart and in your third act you got to either resolve everything or you know they go off their separate ways like batman and catwoman always do you know what i mean so it's it's, you know did did you draw that artwork that is interspersed throughout the film you did all of it yeah wow i think i think in the film because actually in the original script they didn't have that uh any type of comic book uh, theme. Mm-hmm. The, like If the I wrote it, it would have really confused everyone. I was really? telling yeah. people, yeah, I'll let you go no, ahead. No, no, my no. Bad. Go ahead. no but, and, and with or without it, mm-hmm. like he didn't have to add that, I, but I think that he, he I feel like he kind of wanted to use that as more of a, 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 a expert expository device you know mm-hmm. for people because the film if you saw it you know it moves pretty quick and mm-hmm. it's very dense yeah you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? yeah there's so, a lot in it yeah so mm-hmm. he had it like i think he wanted to add that in also like i said to give people who probably were having a little bit of a time even you know keeping up just something else to relate you know mm-hmm. to the film and and like i said because i think with or without it without mm-hmm. it I think it would have been to me personally the same film, you know. But I just think right. it just added a, you know, he just added right. an extra layer. You I actually bring in another audience, kind of showing that too. off a little oh, well, absolutely. bit. Absolutely, you know? yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, comic movies are huge now, so yeah. you know that was definitely, you know, what me and you know Jay have, you know, in all the radio shows and interviews and things we've been doing the last couple of weeks. You know, I've, I'm kind of following his lead. He's more experienced with these kinds of things than I am, but you know, he's kind of, you know, he's kind of telling people if you liked love jones if you liked entourage and if you like the avengers you're gonna love this you know what i mean oh, so, that's so where that tagline like, came from okay. yeah yeah no nah, absolutely because you know when i first heard him say that i'm like man why couldn't i figure that out it was like you know what <laughs> i mean like i wrote this shit why you know what i mean why didn't i come up with that but nah he's he he, he really hit it on the head and, and you did you know as well um it you know comic movies are huge so even you know 
if you're not a romantic comedy fan, if you're a comic book fan, you're really going to love this film because, you know, a lot like Unbreakable did, it really brings the comic universe into reality. Um, and it kind of just ties, you know, the fact that what I loved about Unbreakable was, is, you know, Sam Jackson kept trying to explain to Bruce Willis, like, comics are an exaggeration of the truth. You know what right. I mean? It's really just a colorful, you know, way of passing on, like, history that really happens. So, mm. you know, if you can break it down on a very simple level, heroes, villains, you know, um, real artists versus corporate materialism, you know, that kind of thing, and really paint to people, yo, you know, this is what's wrong with our society. It's going to be more entertaining. It's going to be funny. It's going to be yeah. fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let me let me just uh, clean, just tighten that up <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah, clean it up. Because okay. I don't want everybody going there thinking they're going to see us flying around. Right. But you know what? Uh, like like he was saying, like the thing about uh, uh, actually adding that, that, that the Avenger or the superhero element is that it's a team effort right. and mm-hmm. the metaphor of how we all used our talent and the teamwork to get to where we were. And then there's, you know, an adversity that, that comes in to play. So it really is like, that's, that's what I, I think he's meaning about like everybody having, you know, a certain specialty. We all go mm-hmm. in as a team and do what we need to do. And mm-hmm. then like, like I was, like I said, I, I really lean on the, the entourage uh, comparison and also, um, I would say anybody, if you're going out, like, I could see, like, a, a date, like, a boyfriend and a girlfriend going to see this film. Most definitely. Or, oh, yeah, or like, absolutely. a bunch of girls going to see this film. Yeah. Yes. Or, or young actors who, people who want to act and get into the, the actually want to do it, going to see this film, you know? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. it's like, I would look at those three, you know, demographics as people who could really get something out of going to see it and enjoy it, you know, and, and learn something. So... I would say anybody that, you know, in, in those three days, bring your girls, mm-hmm. bring girls, bring your girls. And <laughs> if you want to act, you know, be an actor, come and see this film, too. I agree. I would yeah. say it's easy to digest. Mm. Like, it's, it's something that really any button can just come and watch. And you don't have to come there expecting something. Like, right. you're not going to expect nobody flying around or anything like that. Right. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, but and you're going to laugh. So It's very you know, funny. Thank you. So come. Very oh, funny. Gonna, you know, you're going to laugh and have fun. So. There's, I mean, we definitely in developing the story. And, you know, J.D., even in pre-production, we talked about it a lot. The, you know, we definitely you know wanted to leave something for everyone in this film like you know there's there's really something for everyone you know there's romance there's comedy there's drama there's satire there's dark stuff there's a comic book angle you know there's crime noir scene you know what i mean and you know there's all kinds of things so you know it's uh like i said at the beginning you know you get one shot with your first feature so prove to the world what you could do most definitely and like um for those who don't know, an American in Hollywood, the story is basically about a group of friends and them living in Hollywood, surviving, trying to get into the system and still trying to retain their own self and like create their own art and not have to deal with the nonsense of the system. But it also has a love story in there. There's, like you said, comedy. There's the aspect of the um friends together the entourage Mm -hmm. side of it but one thing that i really thought was interesting is how it works on a lot of different levels like that it's like it's a romance story it's also the entourage feeling but then it also works as an independent 
like it's showing okay this is an independent film mm-hmm. being made by these guys right. who are in the film so right. it's kind of mm-hmm. like a weird meta thing where it's like right. you're seeing you know it's like at the end of it all wraps up like okay mm-hmm. let's make this movie and then they're making a movie yeah. but then you're watching the movie that they just made basically De- definitely right. and 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 just to be like a little more sp- specific it's about a bunch of east coast dudes this team yes. of east coast right. artists right going to move to the west coast, and dealing yeah. with the system that is the west and that's one of the big main things anybody who's been on both coasts anybody from california or from you know new york new jersey the east coast you're going if you know the, the difference between those two places right. you're going to definitely enjoy how you know we played and pitted the cutaway the when the you're when you cut away when they when the woman asked you why can't you do the things you do in LA that you can do in New York and you show oh. traffic. And then when you <laughs> yeah. come back to New York and it's just you show walking through the streets and yeah. yo, yeah. yo. Yeah. Regular stuff. Yeah. And and I gotta give it to side. Like he caught a lot of those moments. Like it's one of those things like if you write or you know, sometimes you'll be thinking about something and you'll have the whole scene in your head, but then maybe you didn't write it down and you'll mm-hmm. forget it. Mm-hmm. He caught a lot of those moments where you like, yo, I thought of that before. I could feel that scene, and I right. it would never would have been captured. You know what I'm That's saying? Good so, teamwork, yeah, yeah. Right. So he, you know, I, like I said, I got to give it to Sai on that. Thank he got you, a lot man. of those moments to- in the film. Towards what you were saying, there was a line where, or just a moment where, um, I'm not sure who said it, but they said in New York. They'll tell you they hate you to their face, but behind mm. your back say I love you. Mm-hmm. Where in L.A. they tell you they love you to your face, but behind your back mm-hmm. they hate you. Yeah, that was uh, Hassan Johnson. That Hassan, was his line. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> and then dude said, "Man, that's the stupidest right, thing right, I've right, ever right. heard." And I, and I laughed at <laughs> yeah, that, right. but it's true. It's true. Yeah, right. it's a hundred percent true. Right. Like, it, and then he followed that up with an with a, an example scene where like the dude is trying to get into his building, but it's a dude blocking the stoop and it's like are right, you gonna move so i can get in my building right, right, right. and dude is like no walk around like you know so and so yeah so he'll hit you with something then hit you with like a couple of little examples so yeah like i said come and see the film like i think i think it has a uniqueness in the way that it, it communicates to the audience you know Definitely. So i think like i said if you come in the right m- mindset with the right people you're gonna really enjoy yourself yeah like like you were saying it's definitely a film that people from I mean, anyone can relate, but like young, black, especially urban people mm-hmm. who have lived on, you know, New York or L.A., it's a film for you. Because I've been to both New York and L.A., and I grew up in Houston, so I know the difference oh, okay. between major cities and mm-hmm. whatnot. And it is a, but how you hit L.A. and New York was just like, boom, It was on right point. on it. Yeah. yeah. Definitely, definitely. Right I appreciate on the money. that. Most definitely. Another thing I got to say, man, like I'm sitting there, you know, myself, like I've said that. I've said that. Right, 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 right. right, right. I've said Mm -hmm. that. And Mm -hmm. so I just want to know where does the inspiration, I mean, you know, the director, I mean, the star of the film is a director. Right. Mm -hmm. You also directed and Mm -hmm. wrote it. Mm -hmm. The star of the film is also a writer and director. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So is this like your avatar in the film? Uh, (laughs) You know, I've I've been asked that and, uh, what's the word, Um, uh, accused of that, I should say, (laughs) for like, you know, a couple years now. Um, and take 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 you know what you will but you know I'll, I'll say the same thing you know I always have is you know I'm a writer so you know when people are say is this your personal story I'm like no not at all this is this was a very very fictional story based on don't that sound like the character things. yeah it's not because basically when you if if you what my man just said if you're writing a story that you want everyone to connect with you have to write things in a way that everyone will relate to if I say it the way I say 
guy says it, you know what I mean? It may be funny to me and it may be funny to my block, you know what I mean? But it's not going to be funny to an audience. It's not the the entire audience is not going to say as just my man but, said. I say that all the time. So you got to really you got to really execute what you want to say in ways mm-hmm. that, you know, society is talking about it. You know what I mean? Everything that we really say in this film is things that America is talking about in the streets. You know what I mean? People are talking least, about. But do you at least admit that that character has pieces of you? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think every every male character in there has uh-huh. pieces of, of me. And I think a lot of a lot of the fem- the main female, Ioka, has pieces of me in there as well. Um, a lot of people might be shocked to understand that. But you know what I mean? <laughs> there's some kind of there's some kind of arguments pieces of you in, in her. her. There's, there's, oh. there's arguments between <laughs> them two. You know what I mean? There's arguments between them two that, you know, you could really correlate to me arguing with myself. You know what I mean? About, you know, different things and i think a lot of writers operate that way i mean whether we're writing a star mm-hmm. wars type piece or not you know the big fat alien or whatnot who's the bartender in star wars whatnot you know the writer is gonna base that off of this big fat bartender he know in Greenpoint. you know what i mean mm-hmm. um you know j- that's just you know that's th- really you know you pull from reality in order to make your story feel real yeah, I find if that I makes that sense when i'm writing female characters that's mm-hmm. when it comes out the most for me because when you don't want to you want to try to write a, a female character Character as honestly as possible right. yeah, yeah, yeah. and sometimes right. when you write it it'll come like after you read it back to yourself you're like damn that was pretty good like i, right. I kind of did that for yeah. you, like, you, <laughs> right. know, you know, right. you know right. when you bsing and you like nah that's right. that's that's what i wish she would have said you yeah, know right. you saying? feel so, when it's fake yeah versus right. when yeah. you just draw upon your your right. reality and yeah. things like that yeah yep. well to, to piggyback on what he said you could feel like almost it's like you know when a guy wrote a girl character you know what i mean or vice versa you know what i mean and mm-hmm. you try to as a writer you try your best to avoid that you try to really make your characters you know um really you know just just as equal and as real as possible you know what i mean and it's like jd said for a male uh you know particularly when you're younger when you're first starting out writing female characters is very hard you know what i mean and then mm-hmm. you know as you get more experience in life and whatnot you know you you hopefully as a writer get better at that and you know the same thing would be you know apparent for a female writer you know you know if she's Absolutely. starting out you know and, and you know with a lot of female written and directed pieces which thankfully we're seeing more of these days um you know you'll see a lot of the same things when they're first starting out a lot of the male characters are a little you know what i mean one dimensional or like you know the guys are all watching it going man dudes would never say that you know what i mean um but then you know as they get more seasoned and hopefully you know hopefully you get to a point where everyone is is just real Mm -hmm. most definitely Another thing I really enjoyed about it, like we were talking about before, is the entourage aspect. But like I was saying, this is like the first film I've seen since uh, probably the Best Man 2 mm-hmm. that really captured. Like Best Man 2 is really one of the movies where I was like, wow, you know, that's how me and my boys are. Right? No, I gave them props on that one, too, because I watched yeah. that one. I was like, wow. It was very good. It was yeah. well done. I, I, yeah, that that was, I was shocked. I mean, yeah. I, I me enjoyed too. the first one, but I was really like, wow. Right. Like, me too. I was like, Morris Chestnut winning. It was real Everybody. deep. No, no, and not yeah. just him. Like, not, not to, you know, really <laughs> call out names or nothing, but I was, it was a deep film, but also just the performances in that film just 
completely blindsided Gina me from Hall. a lot yeah. of right yeah, from a lot of them. I won't even drive names, like you know what I mean, because I don't want to suggest that I thought you was a terrible actor before <laughs> that movie. Oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> but like, you, you know what I mean? It's it's like everyone really, just as Jay said, like they really went in and yeah, the performances were, were, the were script was good, right? Yes. The, like like it was some of the best performances of a lot of those yeah, people's yeah, careers. People, you yeah, know what I mean? That, that, and that definitely for me, hands down, was Morris Chestnut's best performance. Absolutely, and 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 if you know. Better than Ricky? <laughs> well, I mean, that was yeah, his first one. Yeah, but yeah, I he, left, yes. Well, this, well, you know what? Because this is like actually like he couldn't have done this performance when he Without. was Ricky. Yeah, yeah. No, like, no, Like back then not. he yeah. wouldn't be able to do this. So I see the growth in him as a... as a. He's come back really yeah. strong yeah, yeah, yeah. in the last as few years. Actor, He's been mm-hmm. doing a lot so of that work. Was, that was tough. A, l- a lot know? of thug tears were shed during yeah. that movie. That yeah, most tough. definitely. Remember? We talked about this before. But yeah, so how much of the friendship in the movie is influenced by your lives? Like, are y'all all... I mean... I know Hassan is from New York. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I know uh, you said you're from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. JD's from Newark. Like, how Newark. long have Newark. you known each other? <laughs> and like, I mean, just in the Cali acting scene and yeah. all that, right. whatnot, too. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll spit a little, then JD could take over. Um, uh, you know. The story-wise relates to every, you know, person hustling in this game. I mean, it's a team effort, you know yeah. what I mean? So, uh, you know, uh, I think everyone kind of breaks into this game with their squad, with their team, you know what I mean? As you get older, the team gets smaller sometimes, you know what I mean? But um, that is real relatable to anyone. These guys in particular, um, we didn't know each other personally, you know, forever. But in the New York scene, I find myself repeating this, but... You know, we it's we mutually knew a lot of people of, of the same people. There's not a lot of minorities really doing it. You know what I mean? Period. So when you're all like kind of from the same area, um, you know, be it at film festivals, be it at, you know, uh, different, you know, charity events or, you know, just different film and TV, you know, game events. Um, a lot of us know each other, even though we don't, you know what I mean? So, you know, JD was really easy to find. And, you know, anyone who knows him will say, you know, tell you it's a very down to earth dude. He's, a, you know, just a very very approachable dude so this was maybe like four years ago you know before I had really even finished writing the script you know we kind of just you know approached him you know what I mean and said hey man you want to take a look at this script you know and it literally like you know people think that like you know I'm sugarcoat it was literally as simple as that hey man you just took a look at it well I mean you know they invited me out we had dinner you know yeah 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 well you know and they, they, they went through the right channels to get in touch with me you know it wasn't like they just called my house and was like, yo, I'm outside. <laughs> you know? That's pretty much the way it yeah. was, though. Well, like, I mean, that, that's, that's how they felt because like they called, they, they got they got the right numbers, they went through the right channels. Right. You know, we set up a, a meeting, came to the city, we sat, we had dinner, they passed me the script. I, I glanced at it right then, but like I said, one of the things about it was, and that's what goes into the writing, is like the, the honesty of what it was because it was his story, it was the story of a lot of you know, aspiring right. actors and right. producers and whatever. And it's just like, actually, like, I think we they, he probably lost, like, uh, an actor or two doing it originally because the material was a little scary to certain people, you know? Mm. Like, they're like, oh, we're going to talk about this on, on film? Mm. You know, we, it might be a backlash from the yeah. Illuminati <laughs> or something, you know? So... <laughs> You know, whatever. I'm just saying, like, they'll be, like, into anything, you know? Because I promise you, like... My people. I promise you, it probably Mm -hmm. was, like, 
I, I can't imagine how much stuff you had to leave on the cutting room floor. Oh yeah, like whether it was because of the, the, because it was time sensitive or because you know when he looked at it again, he was like, all right, it's not too right. safe or whatever. But it was a lot of stuff we talked about. Right, like that was like edgy. You know, I'm right. talking about talking right. about what, films, what would be producers. considered not too safe. Uh. I mean, I'd have to agree with him. I mean, you know, people will, will, you know, be like, wow, y'all really, like, you know, make fun of, like, you know, America and shit on Hollywood and everything. I'm like, wow, like, I thought we went soft, kind of, you know what I mean? So, what, like, you, you know, want, like, uh, deep, like, yeah, uh, deep, like, you know, politics like, deep? the last edit y'all saw, like, he cut, yeah. he cut, like I said, he cut there, a lot there of was, stuff, There were a lot know? of, like, great, like, jazz, it's, 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 it's jazz. yeah, I mean, let's put it this way, a lot of times as a director, I'm jumping out the writing box now and really just focusing on being a director and editor and whatnot, really finishing the film, um, a lot of times you cut things out for, you know, because they don't work you know what i yeah, mean like yeah, it's yeah. bad acting it looks terrible the sound man you know messed up or See whatnot right right exactly <laughs> like stuff. like yeah, a lot yeah. of times you, that's how why you gotta lose things but you know yeah. this that this process was actually people ask me what was the hardest part about making this film was the really editing. deciding like no well further along in the editing mm-hmm. process really deciding what made the final cut and not because as jd said we cut out so many just great scenes. Remember like, when we you know was around I mean? the pool table? Mm-hmm. Right. Like in that, like it was so much stuff. I, I like while we was doing it, like, like I was, I, I'm comfortable with it. You know what I'm saying? Right. We acting. I heard all types of things said on film, and I know, you know, like you gotta sometimes, sometimes art has to hurt, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in order for it to be good, so mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't really too, you know, worried about it. But sometimes, you know, it'd be like, all right, we doing this. And then you think about it. Like, it, it was a part in that scene which did make the cut when we was talking about something. Well, if you were bro- if you assisted and you got to play the help or you got to play this or you right. got to play that, you know. Right. So even like that conversation went deeper. Like, it was this one part in there. Like, and it was funny to me because I found that part mad funny. But he cut it out. It was like, and I guess, Which like one? I said, it might be an old joke now. <laughs> but it was funny because he was like, um... Yeah, and they got so-and-so playing Conan right now. Oh, weak-ass Conan, like the way he was going in. Because he was like, yo, he was like. Right, like, like, how you going to go from Arnold out. to this yeah, so model-looking dude? Like, like, you know what I mean? It was like, like stuff you know. like that. Like, it was in there. We, and when we would just go in, like, and it would be like that, whether it was about a film or whether we was going in on politics. And then you, like, got to bring it back because you don't want the film to start getting all preachy right. and mm-hmm. statistical and everything, right. you know? But it was just a lot of stuff like that that I was, I was with. I was mm-hmm. like, yo. It was fun you know it was funny it was it was a lot of it most of it was true mm. you know but it was a lot of stuff in there that i was like oh man we going we going hard man mm. like let's do it like, right. let's go but he got he kept a lot of uh, you know a lot of yeah. a lot of good i stuff mean most still. of the great stuff that had to be lost was for transitional purposes but like there was an element of like like JD said the jabs. There were a lot of like little extensions of of you know scenes and whatnot that could have been you know another sixty seconds longer this and that. But again, you know, you, when you making your first feature, you you got to be careful. Like I don't have no James Cameron or Martin Scorsese clout yet, where I could do whatever I want. You know what I mean? So. And I really knew that going into the game. Mm. I mean, unfortunately, you know, for all the real artists out there that, you know, are hearing me, you know, don't get disappointed when I say, you know, you got to be a little conservative in your first time out, particularly when you're a minority. You know, it's, uh, it's um, you know, we doing a we doing a brown skin, you know, superhero type thing here. You know, and it's, <laughs> you gotta be careful. Gotta uh, be smart about it. Well, right. You got to make it a smart film. I mean, that, that that whole aspect dates back to, you know, when I was talking 20 minutes ago about 
you know, growing up drawing comics. I mean, my mother, you know, really started that all off. She was over my shoulder watching me draw a comic one time. And she said, why is you, why is you making all these characters white? Mm. And I was like in fourth grade, like or fifth grade when she said that. Mm-hmm. And you know, I I looked at her. I looked like, at I her. Think about I did, it. I, yeah. I, it was like a, it was a complete like you know a, a epiphany, or, right? Light bulb, <laughs> you know, just like a science character in the film. It, it was literally like in fourth or fifth grade, like that. Really, like I was like, wow, you know what I mean? I've been drawing what I'm reading in comics the whole time, not even making these characters look like me, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or look like my sister, or look like my, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? This and that. So I think ever since then, you know, I've, I've, you know, really, really wanted to break that barrier down, you know, and, and a big catalyst of this film is to, you know, in a fun way show what we struggle with in that you know what i mean it's really the 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 minority struggling artist story you know because we don't get to see it a lot yeah we was dogging people though it was fun <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll see it in like a special like uncut special version. edition or special yeah. edition oh no nah, not me you know it's funny that you said that jd he he talks to me about that all the time i think he's got me sold you know one side one side once I have time, <laughs> you know, JD's like, yo, you should make like a short film of like deleted scenes or something like that. And I bet we could put together something pretty cool. Oh, so. yeah. It'll be fun because we had a lot of fun. You know, like like I said, he started off with the in the script. It was start off with a topic and then it was room for us to riff, you know, and improv. So, you know, when we when we caught those, you know, we caught them, you know, and, mm. I, and I, I love doing that. So, you know. It was like, like I said, it was no fear. That was very smart. Yeah, Most Mm -hmm. definitely. Well, we're going to get more into that in American and Hollywood in theaters this Friday, July 18th. July 18th. Yes, sir. Come out July 18th. New York, New Jersey, Philly. Come out and support. Most definitely. We're going to talk more with y'all right after this break. We'll be right back with some more Fan Bros. What's up? This is Spike Lee from the Republic of Brooklyn, New York. Keep it locked right here on Fan Bros, where the bros are fans. Later. And welcome back, fan bros. I hope you've been enjoying this episode so far. We have JD Williams. Yo, yo. Sai, I'm not going to mispronounce your last name. Veridan. <laughs> Veridan. What's up, New York? In the building. Stars and director of An American in Hollywood, which opens this Friday in New York, Jersey, Philly. To make yes, it down sir. to D.C.? Uh, we gonna we gonna see. Let's, let's, yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. Right trying to get out of these three, you right, know. Right, right, <laughs> right. Now, these, markets. these three markets. Yeah. yeah. So okay. DC, be more. Y'all need to drive up to Philly. Yes, absolutely. And a lot of y'all have planned to. So you know, the rest of y'all need to follow them. You know what I mean? Yeah, Definitely, everyone come support. We have a good opening weekend. The film expands nationally. That's every indie film's dream goal. You know, prophecy. So you know, let's help make it happen. Come out and support. Friday, July eighteenth word uh while we were in the break we were talking like you wanted to say that the movie is really representative of how a lot of people think a lot of people are what they are saying today mm-hmm. like not just black people not just men but what women the way mm-hmm. just like issues that need to be addressed in america right absolutely um yeah i mean you know it's it's uh you know, I I, I I grew up in the eighties and the nineties and you know, there was a lot of um there was a lot of really great art 
you, you know, that I was exposed to, not just from those two decades, but everything prior to that. You know, I, a lot of us in our generation, you know, we loved a lot of that shit that our parents listened to and, you know, this and that, you know, mm-hmm. all the Jackson 5 and the Sam Cooks and, the, you know what I mean, all, all that kind of music. Um, and the last 10 years or so there's something becoming very stagnant and repetitive and you know um the social just, commentary isn't there anymore uh, right absolutely absolutely <laughs> and and it's 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 right you know what i mean and it's like you know that, that if you look at what the globe is doing you know art wise and culture wise and this and that a lot of times you can see america used to be in the forefront of this right falling behind exactly so um you know we really really set a goal to really you know hit a lot of these issues head on let's not let's not act like they don't exist let's not act like you know what i mean people don't feel this way inside um you know a lot of inequality is like you know more apparent now than ever you know what i mean social inequalities in this country and it's affecting our relationships particularly in black and brown communities you know our family structures are not as strong as they used to be um just from 30 years ago 30 40 years ago which is not long ago you know what i mean our families in this country were very very tight you know what i mean um and relationships were really tight you know and now you know men and women are breaking up all the time (laughs) you know what i mean over yeah go ahead no i was about to say too like one of the things that i think uh one of the main themes that in the question that you was kind of posing is you know about certain issues and certain things like one of the main things the character says you know he's like yo why should i get a car if i don't need a car Right. You know, is it a status right. symbol? Mm-hmm. Am I gonna have it right. just for status? And then on top of that, like, yo, we could do, we could have all of this type of conversation right now, or whatever. But because I don't have a Facebook page or a Twitter page, like, I'm not a human being anymore. Right. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not viable to you in certain instances because right. I'm not a part of, you know, right. this, that, and the mm-hmm. third. So we address, you know, inside, like I said, through the right, he addresses a lot of issues like that, like really, like. What do you need as a human being to function? Like, right. what do you need as a, in in a relationship? What's really important? Right. You know what I'm saying? Of versus these things that we make it important. Then, like, there goes that uh that contrast of when you on mm-hmm. one coast or another coast. You know, like, right. you know, it's more important over here right. than it is over there, or right. it's you know, it's a bigger deal over here than it is over there. So, it's like certain things that you know. Yeah, he he tried to. Uh, uh, approach on mad levels so yeah one of those things i i i definitely i see where you coming from like you know i felt that way too most definitely like i was saying before like the main star he just says so many things that i say and people know me those who follow me on twitter i can be quite angry because i'm usually like people i feel like people just don't pay attention passionate they'll say angry passionate passionate. they they don't pay attention to what to the world that's going on around them. they don't exactly everyone's just like so enclosed yes in this Mm -hmm. bubble and they don't realize that there's this whole world and you know, we're in a real insane time right, right. now. We're in people, a very interesting time right now. And this, people yeah. don't seem to pay attention to it. And that's right. why I really enjoy Fan Bros and the show because I feel like we're just bringing, you know, we have entertainment, but, you know, we like to have fun, comics, Absolutely, movies, TV, right. but mm-hmm. we also want to talk about something. And that's another question I had is that what were some of your other, like, favorite um, independent films that are made by like you know brothers and sisters of mm, color because mm. one film that I don't know if y'all seen I'm, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure y'all seen because it really reminded mm-hmm. me of um, an American in Hollywood was mm-hmm. Hollywood Shuffle. absolutely oh, ab- well go, look bro. I mean you know I it's, <laughs> when I was ever. pitching the script around that was a blueprint it was Hollywood Shuffle it was Sweet Badass Badass Song, song. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. it, you know uh, you know when 
before people were actually opening it and reading it, you know what I yep. mean? They like when I'm trying to break it down to what you know what it's all about. I'm like, yo, you remember these films and this and that? You know, they, you know, what both those films did is they took, you know, a very fictional and entertaining angle you know route i should say to talk about real shit you know what i mean um you know if you get up on a podium and just talk about real shit people are gonna be like well you ain't you know you're, you're not, not a celebrity right you, you know what i mean i don't that's how i feel on twitter most of the time but you know um so yeah I, I definitely when i was working out the script um you know, I definitely, you know, drew inspiration from both those indie films because Robert Townsend and uh, Melvin, you know, they they really, you know, just like me and my brother, uh, you know, shout out to Vank, uh, you know, who I run my production company with, um, you know, you know. Um, Robert Townsend and them they they did exactly what we did you know they they tried for years to get you know a film made to you know really do you know a project that represented you know people that look like them and go through what they go through and you know something for them you know and you know the studio systems you know are going to pass and this and that and it's not it's not like a racial conspiracy really it's more so just their natural progression of you know what i mean yeah, they want to see themselves they, right and, and all, and, you know what i mean and they want to also to them they still think you know in terms of green basically and you know they want to appeal mm-hmm. to a large mm-hmm. wide audience mm-hmm. And that's something I've learned. Like I say, when I'm on Twitter and I'm just, you mm-hmm. know, yapping about, you know, mm-hmm. anything that's I feel is relevant. It's like people aren't. Uh, but, you know, I say, yo, Nicki Minaj dropped that new hot verse, right. you know, 20, 30 retweets. People want the, you know, the easy way out a lot well, of right, time. You right, know? It's right. like they don't want to have to think too hard. Well, it's, uh, uh, you know, uh, artist and a friend of mine, um, you know, I consider him a friend. You know, he'd probably be like, who's that? Who is who is <laughs> And then if he see me, he'd be like, oh, yeah, the filmmaker with the ponytail from Brooklyn. Yeah. Nah. Um, but a mortal technique. Um, oh, OK. I, I just have so much, you know, just artistic respect for him. Um, I, I look up to him in so many ways just as an artistic revolutionist if you will um and you know he's really been saying this a lot like the last four or five years he's he's like i'm so flabbergasted in america to see how afraid people are to voice their opinion you know what i mean um you know there's a lot of like you know big issues going around politically that like you almost feel like it's like you said about the Nicki minaj tweet like people are kind of just following each other and like going with the popular answer oh i support this instead of going wait why like you know what i mean yeah it's like almost like we're not free enough to just be like why you know what i mean there's a scene in the film where you know he's arguing with <clears throat> the guy and the, the main guy and the main girl are arguing about you know a uh, paper he wrote for school and it's it's <laughs> you know she's basically saying well you know other publishers haven't said this you know what i mean and yeah. he's like but that's why you know you have to say it so you know that 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 was really kind of a metaphor of what we're talking about and a lot of scenes you know play out that way we really wanted to creatively in a fun and entertaining way because it is a film it is a narrative film it's a romantic comedy and we're trying to entertain y'all and you know make you laugh and make you cry and this and that but we also wanted to slide all that in there as effectively as we could definitely that's another thing that i really loved and enjoyed about it is the fact that it's a romantic you know, there's this romantic comedy, you know, and relationship story going on throughout it. So not only do you speak on like bigger issues than, you know, just romance or whatnot, you also speak on relationships mm-hmm. and not just from the, you know, oh, I love her. You know, she loves me right. or whatnot. Mm-hmm. More from like 
why do relationships not work? Right. You know, what makes mm-hmm. them not work? What right. what are the issues we're facing mm-hmm. in the, you know, new millennium or whatever? Right. Like you said, you know, do you have to have a car? Do you have to be on Facebook and yeah. Twitter? Mm-hmm. You know, all these things are addressed. So it was one thing. That's why I really enjoyed. And, J.D., you had a scene, and I wanted to ask you about it, the whole, um, your character is a comedian mm-hmm. and does a lot of stand-up throughout the movie. And you have, like, these little, you know, another form of the cutaways you use are the stand-up cutaways. Little intervals. Right, mm-hmm. vignettes, yeah. There you go. The one on women and why your woman is only cool one week out of the month. <laughs> Let's not oh, yeah, yeah, give yeah, it yeah, too much away. Cycle, yeah. Is, I mean, perhaps one of the most genius scenes, like, in <laughs> like, monologues. Like, that was so... Yeah, it was, I it, hooked it up. Yeah, it, it says a lot. Mm-hmm. Women, they don't know. I'm gonna tell them right now because a lot of brothers is stupid to this fact. A woman's cycle is not only three to five days. Because the week before, they feel it coming. So they already kind of in a bad mood. They get patient because it's coming. Now it might be early or it might be late. So now they have an attitude about that. <laughs> so, like, how much of that was, like, that's another question. Like, how much of that was left on the cutting room floor? And how did you enjoy doing the <laughs> comedy? Um, well, actually, I I mean, I, lo- I love doing the comedy. I do stand up every now and then when, okay. I, when I can, you know. Um, I, I, I think probably, I think a lot of those scenes probably would have made it because he wrote those as a lot of exposition right. for mm. the themes, right. you know, oh, okay. and, 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 uh, and then I guess once he got into the, the editing room, he figured out different places to intersplice it yep. even more so because yeah. like mm-hmm. before it was like kind of like a big block and then we'll go into all of that in a block and then we'll go into that. So then he just started, I guess, seeing more and more parallels in the script and, 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 and squeezing them in there you know mm-hmm. in different places so I think a lot of that made it in there but yeah I think like I said he chose the right thing the, the trick with that was we tried just like I said not to make it sound preachy not to make it right. sound you know all like we just throwing statistics at you right. you know we wanted mm-hmm. to make sure that you know it sounded like something that a comedian would be saying or doing and and even though it was a joke that it still served the purpose that it was supposed to serve it, as in setting up the Mm. rest of the story you know i agree i agree so and i would say the film is very multi-dimensional thanks yeah, and, yeah i think he did do yeah he did very a great job absolutely. Of it, was what very yeah. good and, and that's why i had mentioned um that it would be easy to digest because it's not like you you don't necessarily you have to be this person who's from new york or right. this person mm-hmm. who's from la like you right. can get it mm-hmm. and 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 you can see your friends and we can see dj ben i mean in, <laughs> in these characters <laughs> and it's it's very relatable and just something where it for me it's it makes me proud to watch something like that because I always complain when I see movies that feature young people of color where it's like it's kind of the same theme over right, and absolutely. over again and right. and my like I use it it's kind of cliche now but people's like you know where's the black Juno film like right, where's yeah, that right. film where's where black you know, Napoleon Dynamite right where's right. that film mm-hmm. where it's it's not really about nothing it's kind of like a Seinfeld episode it's not really about anything but but it it it, it, it you know, but your film's clearly about something, but you know what slice I mean? Slice of life. The fact that right. it's a slice mm-hmm. of life, you know, a day right. in the life of. It may mm-hmm. not be a day in the life of, uh, you know, a carpenter. It's a day in the right. life of a creative. It's a day right. in the life right. of, right. you know, whatever. But right. these happen to be people of color, and we have a day in life like everybody else. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. One of you the know? things about the film, too, like, and that's what's funny, because the digestion, like you said, is like, it, it, it comes, it does come kind of at a, a price. In the beginning, it might be moving a little bit, 
you know, in a, in a certain way for you, and then you catch it, you catch it here. But after like the first 15, 20 minutes, because there's a language to the to the film mm-hmm. itself. So after the first 15, 20 minutes, now you understand the language of the film, and now mm-hmm. you're catching things coming from all different mm-hmm. types of angles that, you right. know, because at first, when you're first watching it, you're like, oh, it's covering this, it's covering that. You may not exactly know exactly mm-hmm. where even the plot is going to necessarily go. And then you're just digesting these these new characters as they come in and, you know, the way they they, they relate to each other. But then, like I said, by like the, the 20 minutes, half hour mark, now you have learned the language of these characters. And then it feels like you're just sitting around listening to a conversation yes. that people just having, you know? Like, yes. it's like you just, it's so much going on, you and the person sitting next to you might get two different things out of that conversation. Oh, yeah, like, did absolutely. you hear him say that? Be like, nah, yeah. I ain't hear him say that, but I heard this dude say that. Yeah. Oh, I missed that little add a little line all right watch it again right. like if, if you was to watch this film again like this is one of those things like every time you watch it you would catch yeah, I, and i've heard that I've, yeah. from everyone who's seen it like a second after even like you know people like my mother or whatnot you know what i mean like they're like wow i never even noticed that the first time and whatnot and you know i i go back to you know the film unbreakable which is you know one of my all-time favorites this, that, that movie to me was always like that you know the next few times i saw it i was just catching more parallels and more like you know Clues just moments moments and and going wow like that's really cool you know what i mean and you know um life is like that you know comic books are like that you know what i mean they require multiple readings it's it's, right it's 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 you know it's it's a picture it's a story it's 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 filled with bad guys and good guys and struggle and you know what i mean no most definitely battle yeah, and I feel you exactly on Unbreakable because that was a movie the first time I saw it. I was like, man, I can't stand this bullshit. Like, I hated I, it. Yo, yeah. I didn't I like it, it the first time I seen it. Yo, and that I, this has never, I'm so like, wow, I'm, I, it's crazy <laughs> no. that you said that because the first time I seen it, I seen it with two of my boys in the theater and I respected the craft of it. You yeah. know what I mean? I hadn't become quite a filmmaker yet, but like I knew it was a well done film. It looked great. You know, the dude visually, Shyamalan, he's, he's a real yeah, visual, he like, yeah. you know, he's nice with it like that so you know i knew that and i was like you know when when i got like to a party or something afterwards everyone was like you know because he had blown up with the sixth sense the last summer or whatnot everyone's like what was the film like i was like eh, yeah. right you know what i mean and then mm-hmm. i it was like a year later i had just gotten into nyu because i transferred to nyu tish as a junior so this was like after my first full year there and i was in uh one of my boys uh summer dorms or whatnot uh, uh, over there in Union Square, and he had the DVD, and I got high in between work and uh, <laughs> class and whatnot, and I watched it, and I remember at the very end of the film, Sam Jackson's character says, they called me Mr. Glass. He starts smiling, and I remember saying out loud, I was like, that's the coolest movie I've ever seen, <laughs> and that's never, ever happened to me, where like I disliked a film the first time yeah so do and i have to smoke weed favorite. in order to like that film no no, no i no. definitely no because <laughs> I, 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 I hated that film. Yeah. no and and i i, I, I definitely I, I have learned over the last 12 years that like that is the kind of film where you just gonna love it or you gonna hate it you know what i mean because it just went that dynamic route where like you know only the kind of person who's gonna love it is actually gonna get it so you know thankfully you know you have a lot of films like that as a blueprint you could kind of you know try to mm-hmm. when you do your feature that are, that is you know similar in, in in certain aspects you know what I mean with the hero villain aspect of it um, you can kind of you know soften it and uh, or broaden it I should say you know yeah. what I mean uh, to bigger audiences well, you know, I, I feel yeah. like when I first saw it, I was I was souped. 
Right. Because right. I was like, I mean, like, I, first off, like, at the time, it was Bruce Willis and Sam Jackson. Right, so right. Mm-hmm. Bruce Willis right. was the, was the that dude for me mm-hmm. then. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Him, Tom Cruise, they was doing right. it. Mm-hmm. Mel Gibson, they was doing it big then. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sam Jack was on his way He's up. He's always, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so at the time, like, the cast, boom, I'm all into it. Let's do it. Somebody had ruined the sixth sense for me, like, in the, <laughs> in the seat. Like, as wow, soon as, as, soon as he got dude. shot on the bed in the beginning... This girl turned to me and was like, "Oh, he dead." Me and my boy looked like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and we and us oh. being the way we are, we couldn't get it out right, of our heads. Right. So we were just catching it like we was like for real. So anyway, going to, <laughs> going to see that right there, that like it it, it suited me up because like and, and if you really think about it, like the way Nolan getting. Chris Nolan getting mm-hmm. the 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 credit for bringing Batman, like Batman into Batman. the real world, mm-hmm. making right. it real. Mm-hmm. Unbreakable was actually a real look at how right. somebody so, popped up with some superhero, superhero right. stuff, mm-hmm. right? You know that right. right there, like he'll be shook. You know right. what I'm saying? His little costume that's not even there's a poncho. Right, right, <laughs> right. It, it like, just, it was cool. That was cool. But no, it was dope. I was yeah, laughing really at parts you're not supposed to laugh at, See like what? when he fell down the steps. I was rolling. Oh man, right, right. Like, that was Sam Jackson. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was funny yeah, too. But that's what it is. It's what it is. Like you, you gonna feel how you how you feel. But I just thought, I just thought the way that it was presented, especially. Like if you kind of pick up the comic book angle a little bit before it's mm-hmm. over, or in the middle, you start noticing stuff like, and you're like, oh, it's about to be. And 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 it's it's sad that they didn't get a chance to go back, but yeah, I think that that actually added to the legend of the of, 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 of the film. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because I can make a mad story for Unbreakable in my head. Right. You know? I, I I I like he. Shyamalan messed up a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, but I will always give him. I will stuff, always say that. Absolutely. La, la, la. Just nah, I, he can have that. But I give he him got that. unbreakable. I give him yep. signs. I give him that. I, I give him signs. Um, he got like half a sign. Yeah, yeah, that's not, not the whole thing. I'm just unbreakable saying. Unbreakable was my shit. Yeah, I'm just saying what I'm giving him a pass on. Okay. And you know, look. Signs. The sixth sense, you got to give it to him. just because he He really revolutionized that surprise ending. Everyone tried to do the surprise ending. That jumped him off. And it was one of the it's one of the things that I don't even that I don't even think is like really a twist movie. I think it's one of his like regular regular type of movies he slipped through. But everything else that he did, oh man. He, he wrote. He, he wrote one. He didn't direct it, but he wrote it. I think um, it was a joint about the elevator. Oh, that one, oh devil. That one, devil! What? Devil, yeah, devil, that yeah. one wasn't terrible. No, nah. but it, but after yeah. that, he had such a bad reputation by that time. It, no one yeah, was, I, I don't think anyone went and saw it. Yeah, he was yeah. messing up. Like, yo, I mean, like, I wanted not. I want to say something else, but like, I don't. You know, he was. Like, you can say whatever you, you might want. want to work yo. with him one day. This though. was on the internet. You can say whatever you want. Like, dog, look at what he was doing to himself. It was. Ridiculous, <laughs> like uh, like the man. village, really? Yeah, the village. Lady yeah. in the water. No, no. I never but saw that. I didn't even, I didn't look, even see what? Lady like, in the even, Water. Even though Lady in the Water was bad, he tried to do something. Like it was like, all right, we gonna have a monster <laughs> or a mermaid or whatever it is. We gonna try to tell a mermaid story. Cool, whatever. The village was just like the village. Yo, was oh my god. <laughs> Yo, it's. It's, it's it's a few movies that's like on my on my list of worst films ever, oh ever. My gosh. And like some of them, I can't even say the names of them. Me and my boy made a pact that we won't even say their names because they were so bad. <laughs> but the village, yo, because the village, I'm watching it. And I'm like, all right, all right. Obviously, it got to have a twist, whatever it is. I'm the like, twist. yo, if the twist end up being 
what what it is. Yeah, what it like, is, right, you right, know, right, I'm right, like, right. yo, that yo, that the that's twist end up being a that's, twist. That's lame. That I'm like, yo, the twist would have really been to really have it be like, oh man, yo. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. And then you, and then it's like, no, but see, the thing is, that goes into that whole, the twist thing again. Just like, if you watch The Sixth Sense and you know what's going on from the beginning, you, you stuck there for an hour and a half feeling a certain type of way. Right. Yeah. So when you sitting there watching The Village and you like, yo, if it's ending A, I'm going to be pissed the fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> but if it's ending B... I can live oh with it. Gosh. And in the C is going to be something, I don't know what it is, and that's yeah. going to be dope. It's going to be the best So part, when right? I watched that that whole hour and a half, and I'm like, yo, it ended up being ending <laughs> A. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he, he saw a book and said, what oh can I piss gosh. off JD with? No, it was an no. episode of Twilight. I'm like, yo, you just turned it into an episode of Twilight Zone, bro. And a bad one. Uh, yo, bad and yo, horrible one. <laughs> I could have just watched that in the house. <laughs> Like yo, it was it was stupid, and then and then the characters was dumb as hell. Adrian Brody was just retarded, literally. Right. It was it was hard, yo. The that was horrible. That was horrible, yo. And then and then you thinking like, all right, he can't even do nothing that as bad as that. That the the one with the mist, the, the mist. oh no, the, oh, the happening, the happening. No, the mist. Was bad too. That the was him too, was wasn't it? No, that no, wasn't him, no, but that was bad. Oh, that, that was hard. But yeah, the happening yeah. was just dumb. Oh, I love the mist though. The, the mist was <laughs> oh, no, ass. I love the mist. Come on, man. What? And that's that's written and directed by like Frank Darabont. Yeah, that yeah. Oh, Yo, the Shawshank man. Redemption is the greatest film ever made to me. Definitely. To me, it is the greatest film hands down ever made. Why so you ain't come for the mist? I was. Yo, I came out for it because that was the first film the dude made in like ten years. Like you know what I mean? I was. So amped for it. I didn't even know what it was about. I knew it was based on a Stephen King novel, yeah, which like short right, right, story. which I was like, why? Yeah. why? But but the Shawshank Redemption was based on, on a Stephen a, King a really short, short, a shorter so than that. that yeah. so, so when I heard about that, I kept asking around. I'm like, hey, what's this about? What's this about? And you know, the trailers, like you know, uh, you know, as it should, didn't reveal much and whatnot. So I went out and saw it. I remember I was living in California, you know, when it came out. And yeah, I I thought that was that. And, oh, and they could have saved it because it was already jacked up through the whole thing. Right. Yep. But then at the end, at the very end, they really just that's why I love threw it. The whole, they threw the, the whole movie in the trash. They threw it out. They threw it in the trash at the end. That's why I love the miss because I've read the the book and the book ends differently. The book ends more like with the family just driving and you don't know what happens. They're just mm. driving. That's great. Right. That's but fine. You know, I, I love the that. fact that it ended with. Spoiler alert for like a five, seven year old movie. Like old ten year, movie. Ten year old right. movie. Ten yeah. more. Where it's it ends badly where he shoots his whole family okay. and then he realizes he could have saved them. I think if he would have just shot himself and his whole family, boom, and then they just would have pulled off in the car, it's over. Don't have him kill everybody else in the car and then the army comes. Like hmm. you that's like two endings for nothing. You made two endings for nothing. <laughs> like either have the army <laughs> save them. Or, or, or you know what? Have him kill himself and everybody in the car, and then be like, "All right, two hours later, the no, army see, came through." No, it's gotta be the ultimate futility of it. Like, it yeah. wasn't. That was so cheesy. That was like you. That was like you wrote that for me. You wrote that just, just, just to piss me off. Yeah. You wrote that just because you like. Oh, this would have never happened. <laughs> so let's just write it. Uh, All right, the mist wow. is horrible, yeah, bro. We got JD going in. It's getting hot in here. Let's, wow. Let's take a quick break right here, and we'll be right back with more fan bros. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your man Swish, aka John Constantine. One half of Mr. and Mrs. of Mississippi Zone. Listen, I'm a fan, bro, because I rap Hawkeye, Batman, and I be on my Walking Dead shit. So if y'all mess with the real like I mess with the real, then y'all mess it with fan bros. Subscribe on iTunes like I do. One. And welcome back, Internets. I hope you've been enjoying this episode. It has been a classic so far. Yeah. And you know what time it is. It's time for the brat segment of the evening. We got J.D. Williams, yeah, yeah. Cy Veridan. Did there I you go. Right? Yeah, nice. man. You know, we've been talking about their film. It opens this Friday in American and Hollywood. But it's time for the brat segment. So are you all two are in the hot seat already. Let's do it. Man, let's do it. I don't know what what the brap segment is, but let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flying in blind, so let's go. All Best right. intro ever. All right, number one, the Black Panther or Power Man? Black Panther. Black Panther. Nice, nice. All right. Mm-hmm. Number two, Falcon or War Machine? War I'm going War Machine. Machine. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Nice, all right. Magneto or Professor X? Magneto. Mm. I don't know. I mean, it, 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 they they both good for what they need for. You know, you need Martin Luther King for one thing. You need Martin X for the other thing. So. I, the reason I would always answer that Magneto is because I draw pr- drawing Professor X was never fun. You yeah, know what I mean? it's <laughs> like Magneto's a cool looking character. Yeah. You could always make him floating and destroying a city and this and that. Shady, so you have to pick one. Yeah. Well, I Definitely mean, but Magneto. give me a re- give me like a what? The, are they fighting each other? Like, would I rather have one I of their powers? Saying, Yo, who Which you, one do I like? Who looking at Who do you identify with? It's cool. Who do you think yeah. is cooler? I guess I identify with Professor X more. Okay. I guess more mental. All right. Yeah. Okay. Take that. that is an acceptable Destroying answer. People right. with your mind. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Martin or the Cosby Show? Martin. Oh, Martin. Martin. I'm going yeah, Martin. Man. Wow. Funniest ever. All right. Nino Brown or Scarface? Mm. That's tough too, man. That's I'm gonna go with Nino I'm Brown go with on Nino, that one. Yeah. I'm gonna right, go, go with Nino. Nino Brown on that one. Wesley is my dude. I, yeah, I, I love Scarface, but yeah. I've I don't know. I I may be the minority in this room, but like I I for the, like twenty years I always said that's kind of an overrated film in my opinion. Yo, me um, and you bro are like word. Like, nah, nah. I mean I love it, but like yo, like you wrote a story about time, my life from the yes. time like I was fourteen to like. 23 like every dude in the hood like could Scarface not say Scarface is the greatest film the greatest film ever I'm like have you seen Carlito's Way like have Carlito's you seen Godfather Way is like hey, well you know Sugar I, Hill <laughs> <laughs> Sugar Hill Sugar Hill's uh, Sugar underrated Hill, classic but yeah my bad you know no no worries no subject. worries no that's Wesley <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I go with Nino Brown yep yeah, me Word too up. Right. Okay, here we go this is a controversial one go ahead Star Trek or Star Wars? Star Wars easily. I don't know shit about Star Trek. Winner. Mm. <laughs> I know nothing. I about guess. Star I guess Trek. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a go with. I'm a go with Star Trek. Yes. Wow. I'm a go with yes! Star Trek because it's more. It's more there for me. You know, Star Wars basically is finite, and Star Trek you can go through a million different type of actors, different iterations, yes. and you know. So yeah, I go with Star Trek. Very good. All right, something close to home. The Wire or Breaking Bad? Oh, The Wire. What the you wire. talking about? <laughs> That's so wire. funny. He like, what you talking about? <laughs> what you talking about, bro? <laughs> what? And 
I, I got to break this rap segment up real quick because I do have to ask you since we have you here on the show. How do you feel about, you know, all these years later, the impact it's had? Oh, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm glad. I'm very proud to have been a part of that. I'm very proud of the character that I, I got to play. Um, I mean, it, it's a double-edged sword. Like, it's like I'm glad that, you know, the show is enduring and, you know, it has the status that it has and the people like the characters and everything. I just hope that, you know, people actually getting something from getting what was intended for you to get from and not art. turn it into the Scarface. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah I just don't want, yeah, I don't want Absolutely. it to just be something, you know, just for people just to watch. Because even just JD's character in general through four seasons, what was great about it is you literally saw a teenage boy growing up. You mm. know what I mean? And, you know, by the end, you know, by, you know, Bodie's, uh, you know, uh, end, departure, you know, he's, he's a grown-up. He's like a grown man who's... You know, in the first season, he's forced to kill his best friend, and like, on, you man. know what I mean? Still and too soon. For that. <laughs> what? You know what I mean? Where's Wallace? Where's Wallace, man? Where's Wallace, man? Where's Wallace? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Hurts. Uh, All right, what's your uh, favorite film? Shawshank I mean, Redemption. I already said him. I, I got a couple from Dust Till Dawn. Okay. Uh, well, uh, we just said uh, sh- uh, Sugar, Sugar Hill, Hill from Dust Till Dawn. <laughs> uh, Samurai X, Ronan Kenshin. Okay. Um, oh, nice anime. Yeah, so I got a couple, but I I just kicked those three out real quick for you. All right. Uh, what's your favorite comic book? Run series author. I would say the second series of Ghost Rider that Javier Saltaris and Mark Texero were drawing. Oh mm. yeah. How well, right. if I gotta Cypress get Cypress Hills Brooklyn version. Yeah, if I gotta get all <laughs> extra, let me see. Because I can say my favorite characters. I mean, always been Incredible Hulk. Yeah. And I always been an Incredible Hulk kid, um, but Deadpool caught up to the yeah, Incredible Deadpool, Hulk. So, yeah. so I'm Incredible Hulk Deadpool guy. I've been f- messing with Deadpool for a minute. Um, but the Incredible Hulk, Greg Pax running the Incredible Hulk with Planet mm. Hulk all the way up through World War Hulk. Yep, yep. Was sick for me. I Definitely mean, like dope. I thought, I thought I knew the Hulk. <laughs> you know, so he really, he really flipped me on my brain for that one. And uh, Daniel Way. All that time he was writing Deadpool, you know, he mm-hmm. basically established that mm-hmm. character. So, so yeah, so those those are my two characters. Have you ever read uh, Peter David Hulk? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Del Keon, too. Oh, yeah, and even McFarlane before yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, yeah, was, yeah I, I dealt man, with all of them. Peter yeah. David, yeah. He, yeah, he, he heard it. Murdered. Peter David, yeah, heard it up. Yeah, yeah. He did but Greg Pat definitely, too. And also, I got to tell you, um, check out, there's a new Ghost Rider series. Right you now. know what? I have I have the first three. What Ooh, issue are they on? They're now? on like 100? three or four. No, no, nah, the first three. It's the newest one. Nah, Is nah. It? Because I, I I went to a store. Like man, like you know, JD. Like you know, he, I should really just text him every time he in the store. Like tell me what's Read going all on. That. Um, the boys. I went I, in like 2007. I went to a comic store for like the first time in many years, and I was looking at the Ghost Rider titles, and there was a new Ghost Rider title that just came out Mm-mm. that was dope. But I never like nah, like a, kept buying them. <laughs> like I, mean, I know, just I'd be busy Marvel. these they, days. They man. keep repeating them. Like, but there's a new one where he got a car. It's a little Spanish kid. The uh, art is. Well, I, I like the remember. fact that he's a Spanish kid, but yeah, he got Spanish a car? Kid. Like, no, I'm telling you, it's, it's yeah. ill. I, I mean, the car might switch to a bike later. I'm not oh, sure, but right now. Do. But He'll it, put it back. But it is, it's very well done. The art is crazy. It's uh, sick. Well, but. Ghost Rider was always the coolest looking character, so that's why you don't get me started on them two terrible <laughs> friends they made. All right. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, favorite TV show? Favorite TV show? Um, we're talking about Simpsons. Network. Simpsons? Yeah, The Simpsons. Uh, any network, cable, favorite, favorite TV show? Oh, man. 
I have no idea. I have no idea. I'd probably have to say in 2014, probably Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. I was, I was going to throw that out there too, but yeah. you know, I. They, they, but like, you know, I, I have central, to see how it all wraps up for like me to say, oh, yeah, does it make it? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, because, you know, when you when you get to four, five, six seasons, you have a tendency, you know, you could lose everything you built the way yeah. that show Lost did. We have a, oh, come <laughs> on, man. That's still the best, but, you know, to, I know. Really? I, I, I was with it for like three, four seasons. Of what? But, you know, yeah, lost. I feel y'all. Yeah, I was uh, with it for like three seasons and then, yeah, it lost me. <laughs> it's one of those ones. All right, what would be your spirit animal? <laughs> Wait, what, what's the question? What's your, what would be your what's spirit animal? This one always break throws them off. Right? But like, break it down, like, like just so I know. Y'all know so more if, about uh, some of this shit. An than animal I do. I or or or, or spirit of an animal that would represent your soul, if you can pick. Oh shoot, a tiger. All right, Ugh. man. I don't know, bro. Like <laughs> Camara. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know. All right. Um, who would you cosplay as? Who would I what? <laughs> cosplay. Wear a costume of. Wear a costume. Like you know how the people see people in Comic Con wear oh, a costume. Oh, oh, right. Um the kid nobody really. But, um, <laughs> you said right, myself. But, but but yeah, I mean, you know, to to you know, uh play along. I don't yeah. know. Right, play along. Mm-hmm. Shit, I go with Ghost, Ghost Rider. Rider. Yeah. I, I, I was waiting for it. Right. Right. Ghost Rider, bro. I was just waiting I mean, for it. Yeah, <laughs> you know? nah, yeah, nah, yeah. Ghost Rider. Cosplay. I've never heard. Okay, cosplay. cosplay yeah. Yeah. I'll start yeah. using that now. Yeah, yeah Ghost Rider. Play, yeah. Yep. I don't know. Um, I, I, I do a Deadpool, you yeah. know. I can, you, you would do a good Deadpool. Yeah, last year at yeah. Comic-Con, there was a Deadpool pimp. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Oh nah. That, 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 so that's in the book. Yeah. You, you, it, it, yeah. I know they were doing everything. They were doing everything. He was Deadpool. fighting the white pimp. His the guy was body was all white. His name was Mister White. So he was fighting the white man. Oh, and they had jokes wow. like that throughout like three issues. It was wild and like just about him fighting the white man. The dude was yeah. actually like chalk white, right. like, yeah. like Tombstone. <laughs> it was yeah. mad funny. It was you funny think, as you hell. You'd be good at Deadpool because you Thank would you. probably be very good at breaking the fourth wall. Oh yeah, and you turn up real quick. Oh yeah, we yeah. do that. That's that's yeah, we do that yeah, all day. I heard day. they cast that Vincent D'Onofrio as a kingpin. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just throwing that. Yeah. Out there definitely a good choice. That's gonna be dope. Yeah, I they so. did. Yeah. It'd be dope. Yeah. I, I, I like it. I think he's a good actor. Yeah. All What's right. that for the Netflix? He could play anybody. Yeah. It's for um, okay. Yeah. He's gonna be dope. Yeah. 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 I went he out played. for that. So he could yeah. play like anybody. Really. All yeah. right. And the final rap segment question: If you could have any one superpower, what would it be? Ah. Uh, Man, yeah, it's a who can toss pick up, one it's a toss up to me. It, and this this question is a classic question that you know you did as in the playground. So it's always been a toss up for me of being able to fly or invisibility. I really can't. I know you're gonna be like you can't have both, and I know that, so I can't really well, choose. Well, if you base it two. off a character that has multiple powers, then hey, you can be you can do it. Okay, yeah, I, I would be a character that can fly and also. Be <laughs> <laughs> I'd be Superman. Hey, he, he couldn't really <laughs> be yeah, invisible. Yeah, you know I mean, so uh, it's like. Well, he can move fast. He'd be Superman. You stole Wonder Woman. Right, right. Wonder Woman's plane. Right, right. Woman's plane. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, the older the older I get, the more I try to cheat at that question because you know you ask yourself that question like every year. Like if right. I do, it. so um, I mean, the, and the older I get, the more I'm coming up with like, well, if you had the right type of mental powers, you could have all those. Powers, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. I guess some type of mental power, so I'll be able to fly and be, <laughs> be invisible to people and lift be super strength because I can lift me. people with my. Well, because you know what? Because I think like, no offense to Green Lantern fans, but like, uh, 
that is like such a that's a horrible character with a horrible power. Word? You yeah. never mess with Lantern? The way they have him use his powers is stupid. Yeah. I'm not yeah, saying absolutely. I'm not saying his power is stupid, no, but the way they the, world the way they have seconds. him use it is just dumb as hell. Yeah. Wasn't there one scene like <laughs> in one of the old books where he like generates like an umbrella? Oh, of course. Real I mean, dumb. done everything ridiculous for this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just it's just ridiculous the way they're doing. But but something like something akin to that. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, definitely. But done better. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, y'all survived the brap segment. Y'all survived Fan Bros show. This Friday <laughs> in American Hollywood opens July mm-hmm. 18th. Fan Bros, everyone go check it. Like I said before, it's a great romantic story. It's a great story that just shows the brotherhood of a group of friends and then it also speaks on all these other levels you know examine so many topics in society in hollywood and media just a great film Mm -hmm. july 18th Mm -hmm. new york opening jersey philly go check it out this weekend so we can get that nationwide release yes sir appreciate the love man it's uh, all you new yorkers is screening at amc empire that's 42nd street and 8th ave times square um it's screening in uh, the trenton hamilton area cherry hill philly um so yeah t- uh, check out uh, an american in hollywood.com i believe tickets and showtimes will be up on fandango and movietickets.com and everything either tonight or tomorrow um so yeah yeah, ch- ch- you know, check all the listings um, and uh, come out and support. Mm-hmm. As, as my man said, let's get that nationwide expansion. And um, it's a great film, and uh, we're very, very proud of it. Uh, there's something in it for everyone. And um, yeah, come on, see it. You heard him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and finally, Sai and JD, where can the fan bros find you online on the website for an American? Um, uh, yeah, um, yeah. The, the website is www.anamericaninhollywood.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's Facebook and Twitter. Mm-hmm. I don't quote me on it, but I know you could Google it because I'm not really involved in it. I believe the Facebook is facebook.com/slash/anamericaninhollywood. Mm-hmm. I do believe that's it, and I believe the Twitter is. A A I A I A wait I'm sorry the initials A A A I H the movie yeah okay or underscore the movie it's it's one of those um but just Google them they're very accessible and JD's yeah oh just just hit me up um usually I I mess around on Twitter every now and then so you can hit me up at JD Bricks Bodie um on Twitter um. And you know I'll be around other than that. Uh, J, uh, JD Williams Group at Gmail uh, dot com. Um, I'm around. You know. Yeah. All right. My phone number is not. No. You'll <laughs> 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 be changing it before you If you didn't catch that, it's two o two. All right. Well, thank y'all for coming out. Like we said before, July 18th in American and Hollywood. Also, just want to give a quick shout. I'm dropping the Pete Rock Projects mix. Fire. Yes, this week with right. the cover designed by our very own Illa YC. Shout out to the Manhattan Projects comic book because the cover is a tribute to that. It's a Pete Rock mix. You can get it on DJBenAmin.com, on FanBros.com. Hashtag Save Ben Amin. All over them internets. Coming soon. Anything else, Tatiana, before we get out of here? Donate to FanBros. Word up and <laughs> copy some merchandise on fanbros.com and peace, God bless, and good night. Fan-